Hey you, Nina here. This episode invites you to play with cancer and the role of the caregiver. We have an incredibly special guest today, Amy Lynn of HealEveryday.org. And this HCAT warrior runs HealEveryday.org with their husband, empowering cancer survivors and caregivers to develop healthy habits every day. They've got coaching support, customized plans to enhance your mental health and wellness. I mean, Check it out, healeveryday.org. And Amy Lynn is going to go ahead and speak on the caregiver role, and she's going to keep it real, y'all. So I am curious. Are you ready to play? Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful real empowered and let's go ahead and take a breath in so welcome amy we are going to go ahead and start right off the bat with setting the intention the rest of our conversation which is going to be around 30 minutes is all about can we have a human-to-human conversation around a hard topic, something that may be challenging for people to talk about, and can we turn it you know, from a hard conversation into a teachable moment? I'm ready. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, before we even set in the recording, right, people send in the survey and they answer in particular, what would be the title of your triggered moment? And for you, you shared Teamwork Matters or the power of teamwork. Even as I say this now, and we think about your moment in particular, what's coming up in your body, in your thoughts, in your emotional life? What what are you noticing in this moment? I'm just feeling a sense of empowerment, just the importance of of empowering yourself, empowering your teammate Mm -hmm. to achieve things that maybe neither of you thought were possible to Mm. begin with Mm. and to, to really not let other people tell you what is or isn't possible. (laughs) So I felt the magic when you said that, right? Not let other people tell you what is or isn't possible. And I love that already off the bat, we're starting with you saying empowering you and your teammate, because a lot of people struggle with the concept of the difference between power and empower. And when I talk about power on the show, I talk about it as being an individual having power over others, right? If I have power over you, that means that there's like a dynamic that suggests one of us is above or below the other. But if I'm empowering you, it agrees that I'm already saying my intention is to be equitable in the power distribution, that I want to give myself power and I want to give you power. That is what it is to empower. Already yes. start. Okay. I love it. You're starting off the bat and I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we shared the title. Thank you for touching in with a little bit of what's already present in the moment. I want to invite you to share a little bit about your moments in a nutshell to just tell the story. 
So I've come to this understanding of the importance of teamwork through my husband Stephen's cancer diagnosis. He was diagnosed 10 years ago with chronic myeloid leukemia, mm-hmm. CML, and I'm, I'm his caregiver. And it's been a 10-year journey, honestly. In the beginning, I was really resentful, very angry, upset. It was like cancer came onto our team mm. and it wasn't invited. I didn't. Why is cancer joining my team? Mm-hmm. He and mm-hmm. I have a great team going. We were married about, let me see, we were going into our ninth year of marriage and, and we were, you know, mm-hmm. jiving with our team, right? <laughs> Um, and then suddenly, boom, cancer shows up on tour. A team like, hello, you were not invited. Rude. But it was, I know. <laughs> but we, it was there. We had to deal with it. Mm. And so over the 10 years, I've really come to realize that I'm just as important in his healing process mm-hmm. as he is in a way. You know, I... We are living together and we need to create a culture of healing within our home. How, you know, I mean, he, so for example, he doesn't have lung cancer, but what if I were still smoking? How how would that make any sense? How could he heal as a lung cancer survivor if I were still smoking? So the caregiver is equally as important in the healing process. In as the survivor. Yeah, and you already you're so you're weaving in these different roles, right? We've got you as a team, and then we yes. have cancer comes on as like a whole nother character in the story, right? A whole nother role uh, right. that you now have to interact with as a team. And now I'm also hearing caregiver was not a part of the team. And now that cancer's arrived, it's like, oh, it brought a friend, caregiver. Here it is. Now you've got to embrace this title. Did you embrace that that role? Oh, that's a great question. I did not for Mm. a really long time. Mm. So, and, you know, when cancer came on, it's like on the team, it's Mm -hmm. like I had to take on this extra role that I did not want to take on Mm -mm. at all. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I didn't, I never saw myself as a a nurturing person. And I've come to realize that there are different types of caregivers. And, um, and I just, I just had this idea of what a caregiver was supposed to be like, Mm -hmm. like this Florence Nightingale (sighs) um, nursing type, which I didn't feel like I was, but I'm realizing that I have a different style of caregiving. What what is your style of caregiving that you have discovered? I I love that you're sort of uh, acknowledging the honesty here, right? You have this role thrust upon you. And we talk about that a lot on this show. When something else, the world, another person thrusts a role upon us, we get a choice whether we accept it or not. And what I'm hearing is while there was resistance at the beginning, you were able to reframe this idea of what a caregiver was from the Florence Nightingale version, right? (laughs) To this, like, who who is Amy the caregiver? Who is Amy the caregiver? So what I'm realizing is it's important for me to feel proactive. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be reactive. I mm-hmm. felt a lot of times like, oh, I'm supposed to just sit here and Stephen's going to take his medicine. And then I'm supposed to step in if something happens to him. Even as you say that, your face is like squinching up. It's uh, what I'm feeling in my body in response is powerless. It sounds powerless. Right. Mm. Right. 
Like I'm just supposed to react to to things that happen. I don't want to do that.、Mm-hmm. I want to be proactive.、Mm-hmm. I want to say what are the things we can do to help him achieve certain levels of healing. Yes. What what can we do together? What can we do for him? You know, what is he not doing that he could be doing? How can I help him do the things that he needs to do to help to help heal, to help be in better health? Yeah. And so we we started doing things together. Doing did things yoga together. together. Yeah, yeah. So we did. So he we I'd introduced him to yoga in the past.、Yeah. I, I would often on practice yoga, but he was kind, he was not into it. <laughs> Not his jam. <laughs> got it. It was not his thing. <laughs> but but we got introduced to、uh, this yoga therapist named named Keely Keely Michael, and she and she did a personalized yoga routine for each of us. Individualized personalized. Yeah. Wow. Like, yes. Like I didn't even know yoga therapy was a thing. Like what is this? Yoga therapy is、uh, a thing, y'all. Yeah. And she <laughs> and um. So we started doing. Yoga together in the evenings. He would do his routine. I would do my routine. But we would both be relaxed, and and that was just how we could support each other and hold each other accountable. He he's always been into exercise. I have not, and、Ooh. so we do that together. Okay, it's、and、like the compromise、um, ground. That's sort of creating something new together, co-creating something new. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I never thought about that one. Yes. <laughs> Yes, absolutely, and um, and so I I have better health through exercise now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's and then and so every day we have kind of a health routine that we go through together, and that and that's what we can take ownership over. Ooh, okay, what we can take ownership <laughs>、yes. over, right? Because when we think about what do I have control over when cancer steps onto the team, right? I、mm-hmm. don't have control over that、right. as much as we might like to. There is another thing that you keep saying is you keep saying together, together,、yes. together, which of course is a huge part of empowerment. Period.、Mm-hmm. And I think of all the people out there who have struggled with the notion of do I even want to stay in together when cancer steps on the team, or do I need、mm-hmm. to step out? And I know that that is a hard question. That for those、mm-hmm. of us who have that step on, we have to ask ourselves: Do I want to take on the caregiver? Is that something、sure. that I want to accept? And what I keep hearing from you is: Yes, what my what I valued was together. I wanted to keep coming back to together. I wanted to be proactive about what it meant to be together. He wasn't alone in this. I was willing、mm-hmm. to go into that hard space. Yeah, it, it was it it was very hard. It's been a ten year process. Ah,、oh, ten years. A ten year process. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie to you.、Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, here here we are talking, and it's it's kind of at the end of ten years. Like, I feel successful. He's in remission. <laughs> yeah.、Oh! You know. You know. <laughs> yes. Right. And 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 but there were some really hard years,、yeah. and there were some really hard years. You know,、yeah. tears, crying, fights,、mm-hmm. all of that happened.、Mm-hmm. It comes with the territory. Yeah, and um, and I want to take just a moment to, in a way, bring that out too, because I feel like we 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 see all sorts of success stories all the time.、Mm-hmm. You know, 
um, many related to cancer, others related to, you know, I started up this business or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, we always see the kind of the end story of the success. I made and it. And we forget. Yeah. And we forget really. What did you it know, take to make it? What did it take to make it? And it took years, mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you say that, the years and years and years, I think of the weight of that and where you are now 10 years down the road, mm-hmm. right? 10 years down the road. So Stephen's in remission. Yes. <laughs> this is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And yeah. also for for validating and honoring those who may still be in the journey who are listening. Oh, absolutely. Right? Those who absolutely. Uh, who lost the one that they loved also, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the years of yeah. struggle in the journey. And it, it didn't uh, – I don't want to say it didn't end in a success, quote, unquote, because what does it mean mm-hmm. to have a success, right? right. Um, True. But, um, but that it didn't end with their loved ones still with them and that they right. might be listening as well. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So as you continue to think about this moment where you are 10 years down the road, your empowerment as a caregiver, what it means to be on the team, there are all these different pieces that are popping into me. And there was uh, some stuff that you had mentioned were like, are there any really particular difficult moments that you remember that you would want to be like, oh, this is the one that I would want to share. This is what I would want people to know. Um, sure, there, there are there are a couple that come to mind. So, right as Stephen was getting diagnosed, he he had his you know a bone marrow biopsy, mm-hmm. and the day after, he just started bleeding from where he was, um, where the procedure was, and and this is not to be expected. No, okay. no, it was, it was like, he s- was lying down on the couch, he sat up and it was like the cushion was covered in blood and rushed to the emergency room. And um, I just remember we, we were there for a while and, and the nurse hands me a urinal bottle mm-hmm. and I'm thinking this at that exact moment, I thought our relationship has changed. Mm period. Boom. Yeah. At that exact moment. Um, you know, I'm interacting with body parts in ways I've never ever interacted before. Hello. You know, um, yeah. And, and that was a huge change. It it, it was very hard. Mm -hmm. I I did counseling support groups. Mm. Um, Yoga, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, journaling. I, I wrote my story like a like a novel. Self care, self care, self care. Yeah, yeah. It took a lot for me. There was a lot of mental work that had to go into it to to come to kind of understanding of of that I am going to be a caregiver, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that was truly hard to accept. For a very, very long time, because I felt like I could not control certain things. And I, and I've just learned, well, yeah, you can't. There's some parts of your life you're just not going to control. And, and, and um, I think for a long time, I try to repress feelings or suppress feelings. And I've, I've just learned, I can't, I can't do that. (laughs) 
I'm going to, yeah. Yeah, no, you can't. (laughs) Yeah, So this is, uh, so I love that I'm hearing self-care, 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 especially for all the caregivers out there who are listening. (laughs) Self-care is crucial if you have decided to stay in this thing, because a lot of people will physically stay, but they will mentally and emotionally check out Mm. and it will make them miserable. Mm. Right. It will make Mm -hmm. us miserable because a part of us is actually not accepted to stay. It has checked out. Right. And when I hear you saying it was hard for me at the beginning, right, I needed Mm -hmm. to process some stuff mentally and emotionally because physically you had decided to say you took that bottle. Right. You were dealing with body parts in new ways that you did not think you were going to be dealing with. Right. (laughs) So physically you were there mentally, emotionally, you had to process some stuff before all of you right, could embody that, that sensation of, I accept that this is what I have chosen and I want to move forward and empower me and my partner, right? Mm. So it's mm-hmm. not just empowering you and your partner on this team. It's empowering you and your relationship with yourself for you to be in alignment with the things you value. Your marriage was something you valued, right? Oh, I love it. Your marriage was something mm-hmm. you valued and, and this partnership was something you valued. Not every relationship it goes down this path. Some partners do break up at this point. And I know that that is a heart, a whole nother conversation mm-hmm, in itself. Right. Sure. Um, and there's no judgment in that, not on this podcast, uh, right. Everybody makes their own decisions, but in this case, you had alignment and you worked through to get it. It is not like you were overnight. Let me be Amy, the caregiver. No, no. Oh, no. And we got, I want to drive that home for all the listeners out there. It is work and it's a choice. Amy made a choice sure. and she was figuring out how to deal with these things. That is so empowered, Amy. I'm so, imp- I just feel so inspired by you in this moment. Oh, thank you. The work that you were willing to do, that self-healing individual work to be able to show up in your marriage this way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, (laughs) (laughs) that said, right, self-care, self-care, self-care. And then there was something else you said. Oh, I hope I don't forget it. There was something else you said. Go ahead. Yeah, there was a – so my second moment was Mm – so at this point, we were through kind of what I what I personally call the survival stage of your diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You get diagnosed, you go into treatment pretty much right away often, mm-hmm. and you're just, you know, tossed into this world of doctor appointments, scans, blood tests, and it's just a huge new life. Mm-hmm. And you're you're just in survival mode. Mm-hmm. So we had gotten past their survival mo- survival mode. He was in, um, he was stabilized. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting there at the doctor's appointment one day saying, you know, he, uh, when you get the flu, you take your Tamiflu and mm-hmm. you also do, you know, hydration mm-hmm. and you're eating chicken soup and you're resting. There's this you know what you're supposed to do beyond mm-hmm. taking the medicine. Well, what's Stephen supposed to do beyond taking the medicine? No one's ever said anything. To what him. a question! So I said, um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the doctor. Mm. I said, hey, uh, doctor, what else can we do to help Stephen heal? And the doctor said nothing. <gasps> he he usually he actually said the word nothing. Just take the medicine. So let this be a note to all the doctors out there. <sighs> Bedside manner matters. 
Yeah. Think about how you are couching what you say to, to the human beings in front of you. K- keep going, Amy. So, <laughs> this is so nothing. Right. And in retrospect, I, I think he was just saying, trust the medicine, have faith in the medicine. He's doing great. I think he was really trying to, you know, you know, give us a sense of confidence. But I really wanted to know what else I could do. And so um, I requested a appointment with integrative medicine and and he said oh they're just going to tell you to chant and do yoga you can do that yourself (gasps) and (laughs) oh my goodness i I was taken aback i was taken aback um but again i'm trying you know we have a good relationship with this doctor Mm -hmm. and he is you know one of one of the great specialists Mm -hmm. in 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 this disease that steven has and um and I do think he he was trying to say, you can do it on your own. You don't need another doctor to tell you, you know, to do the yoga and the chanting. But um, so, so I said, OK, you know what? We did go to the integrative doctor. Good. Um, we did. And 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 they were like, oh, you're great. And I'm like, OK, no, I really think he can do more. <laughs> you know? I still really think. he. Thank you. I'm glad you think he's doing great. But maybe you're comparing him to other people. I don't want to be compared to other people. Mm. I want to know what Stephen mm-hmm. can achieve through his, yes, through our efforts, mm-hmm. what he can achieve. Like, okay, he's stable. Great. But I, I don't want to be a B plus if we could be an A plus. Ooh. Ooh. You know? I love this already because what you're talking about is like a spectrum thinking. And you've mentioned something else earlier that was a little bit spectrum thinking and I didn't I didn't comment on it. But this is right, I can't be compared on my spectrum to somebody else, right? right. Of what's of what's five is my best and one is my least best, right? So like if we right. are on a like A through D, as you said, right? A through F Mm -hmm. is the case maybe. And you said we're a B plus as our team. That may be somebody else is A, but you know what? It's not our A. You want it individualized. Look at us, our team. What's happening for us as human beings? Beautiful way to empower them to empower you. Yeah, yeah. So and and so what I came away from this was Mm -hmm. was just this thought of I mean, I get it. Doctors are focused on the disease and the treatment. And, but what I do on a daily basis Mm -hmm. is super powerful too. And that has healing qualities as well. Beyond just taking the oral chemo that he was taking. Absolutely. Oh, Amy, what a truth. When I hear you say the doctor said nothing, right? And I think about how powerless, again, when we think about power versus empowered, right? right? Powerless statement, right? You can't do it, right? Which is simply not true. That would be like saying Stephen is in a vacuum and all everything, everything else is great and we've monitored it and we can say that everything else is going to be good in this bubble and all he needs to do is add the medicine. We've done everything else. That's not what was happening. There were other things that could have happened with diet, with uh, different environments he could have been in who he was around, what energies was he picking up on, right? The difference between the empowered energy you're trying to offer and this sort of powerless, there's nothing else you can do. That's just simply not true. There there were lots (laughs) of other things you could have done and did. That's right. Oh, wow. (sighs) (laughs) So... 
here we are. And uh, there are a few different roles that have popped up, right? And we're, we're coming toward the end of our conversation session. And there are a few different roles that have popped up when it comes to cancer, when it comes to the caregiver role. At this point in your journey, 10 years down the road, I'm going to invite you to do an exercise with me. Are you open to that? Okay. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. If you, Amy, right, if we look at you as an individual and I say all Mm -hmm. of the roles that you have ever been and will be are within you, right? That you can't Mm -hmm. ever not be a child because you've been a child, right? If you wanted to, Mm -hmm. you could act like a child, right? You could embrace that. For example, the caregiver was a role we've been talking about, right? If you as Amy uh, could speak to the caregiver role in you now, what would mm-hmm. you say to it? <sighs> I I would say keep keep on. Keep on, you know, empowering our personal team and other teams. Mm. I'm I'm really at a point where I'm want to spread the message mm-hmm. that you can you can impact your own healing process. There are parts of your healing process you can control beyond the chemo, the radiation, the surgery. Yes. And and to, to take the reins for that. To take ownership over that. Take the reins. Oh, I love this. I love this. Okay. I want I want to lean in again, right? And mm-hmm. you as uh Amy again. Yeah. What would you say to the cancer, the role of cancer that stepped in now, 10 years down the line? So in a really weird way, mm-hmm. cancer has taught me a lot. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Mm-hmm. It was terrible. It, it caused so, so much friction and conflict in our relationship. But at the same time, it taught me so much. And, and it taught me so much. It introduced me to new people and new communities. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really taught me so much about resilience, empowerment, acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't wish cancer on anybody. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I, I it, it taught me. It taught me so much. Taught you so. Thank you so much, Amy, for being willing to sort of step into that. Let's take a breath. <sighs> and now that we are near the end, I am curious. We like to ask, what are the takeaways, right? Like, what am I sitting with? What are you sitting with? And and I like for you to to end with what you're sitting with. So I, I'll share first. I'm I'm sitting with this sense of curiosity and inspiration and um, and really asking myself what does it mean to show up like Mm. to really show up and empower myself and others and I and I am curious about what's going on with my team right who's included in my team what do we have on our team that I may be trying to say I maybe I'm physically showing up for it but maybe I'm not emotionally and mentally showing Mm. up for it and maybe I can do more that's what I'm sitting with in this moment as my takeaway. So thank you. Wow, Nina. <laughs> wow. I want to pass the ball to you, though. And, and I want to know what are your takeaways in this moment? You know, we set out to have a hard conversation. And I want yeah. to know, did we turn it into a teachable moment? Did we succeed? <laughs> yeah, I think what I'm seeing, sitting with now is remembering that it's a process. Oh, yeah. it's, it, it, it's a process. Well, it's a journey. Um, 
for me to remember that I went through those horrible, I had a lot of negative feelings to deal with. There was anger, guilt, a lot of anxiety. Oh my goodness. And that, and that honestly never goes away. Mm-hmm. The anxiety never goes away. It gets managed, from, I'm hearing, right? You've been listening right, to Right, yeah. Yeah. I, I am managing it. Uh, and, and I, that's something cancer taught me was how to manage my anxiety. And what, what I'm wondering if, what I'm taking away is that those negatives are part of the process. And it feels terrible to be in those negative moments, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. in a strange way, you have to go through them in order to, to be free of them, to move on, um, to accept the reality and to really, really see in a, in a slightly objective way, what's, what's honestly going on in, on the team and, and, I think I'm trying to be more okay with with the negative moments. Mm. Trying to be more okay with the negatives. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. There is a a very popular statement. It's not mine. Um, from what you just said, and it's the only way out is through. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to to deny it for all our listeners out there, right? To deny that something exists when it's stepped into your life is to put it under the carpet or put it in the closet. But you know what? You're just going to trip over it when you walk over that carpet and it's going to surprise you when you open that closet because it hasn't gone away. That's so true. Mm. And, and for a long time I did that. Mm. So... <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy, for sharing honestly and for coming onto the podcast. And I want our listeners to know the other things that you're doing in the community so they can connect with you. So please tell us about you. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So so Stephen and I started uh, a business called Heal Every Day. And you can find us online, healeveryday.org. And that really, the name of our LLC represents what we believe in. You heal every day. And we also have a YouTube channel called Heal Every Day Together, Mm. which is something we also believe in, just the importance of being together in the healing process between the cancer survivor and the caregiver. Wow. Healeveryday.org. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I will be putting that in the show notes for everyone who wants to, to go back and grab that um, if you miss it. And uh, otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and go into our usual spiel. <clears throat> that is what we planned for today, folks. So thanks for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human being. And if this has been helpful and you'd like to support Triggered Can We Play With That, please feel free to leave a rating and or review on iTunes as it actually helps other people find us when you do. Otherwise... Stay curious. 